Welcome to the Grappling Discourse Podcast. Today, I want to talk about the tortoise and the hare. So I think we've all heard that famous fable, the famous race between the tortoise and the hare. The hare arrogantly sleeps in the middle of the race to prove a point. As he's waking up, he sees the tortoise near the finish line. He tries to make a comeback but ends up losing. And that famous saying of slow and steady wins the race was born. Well, I've heard that all my life. My mom actually uses that, uh, that as her motto. She's very consistent. And I think it's a beautiful motto to have. Brazilian jiu-jitsu is definitely something that you know, I hear all the time. You know, Guys just, hey, show up and train. Hey, don't try. And you know, I tell guys, hey, slow. Start off slow. Start out with one rule. And you've heard me talk about this for beginners. But I want to talk about something much different today. And a different lesson that comes from this story. I love going to bookstores. It's an escape for me. I love to read. And so usually once a week, I'll go for an hour or two to Barnes & Noble, a local mom and pop store, and I'll just browse. I love to try and find a new, um, new reading material. Well, I came across this book a few months ago by B.J. Novak. It's a collection of short stories. B.J. Novak was one of the producers of The Office. He played Ryan in The Office. Really, really funny guy. And his first story is titled The Rematch. It's eight pages, and it has to deal with the aftermath of the tortoise and the hare race and the eventual rematch that takes place. And so, essentially, the hare's life has been ruined. Everyone mocks him. He starts drinking. He stops racing altogether, and eventually he ends up getting the tortoise to agree to race him again. The tortoise has went on to international fame. Everybody knows who he is. His life's been changed. He didn't want to, but the hare kind of used some Conor McGregor tactics, you know, using the media to kind of goad the tortoise into a race. And so I want to warn you guys, there is some... Uh, bad language coming up, but again, the story is really, really good, and it's been something I've thought about a lot um, over the past couple of months, and I've read now probably 15 or 20 times as inspiration. So I'm going to pick up right here where the race was set in 10 days' time. The tortoise set out to replicate what seemed to have worked the first time, which was nothing in particular. A simple diet, some walking around, A little of this, a little of that. He didn't want to overthink it. He was going to mainly just focus on being slow and steady. The hare trained like no one had ever trained for anything. He ran 15 miles every morning and 15 miles every afternoon. He watched tapes of his old races. He slept eight hours every night, which is practically unheard of for a hare. He did it all under a wall taped full of the mean, vicious things everyone had said about him in all the years since the legendary race that had ruined his life. On the day of the race, the tortoise and hare met at the starting line and shared a brief, private conversation as the, as the whole world watched. Good luck, care, said the tortoise, as casual as ever. Whoa, you know what's funny? Do that again. Huh, from this angle you look like a duck. Now you look like a hare again. Funny. Anyway, good luck, hare. Good luck to you, tortoise, whispered the hare, leaning in close. And just so you know, nobody knows this. And if you tell anyone, I'll say, I'll deny it. 
but I'm not really a hare. I'm a rabbit. This wasn't true. The hare just said it to fuck with him. On your mark, get set, go. There was a loud bang and the tortoise and hare both took off from the starting line. Never in the history of competition, athletic or otherwise, human or otherwise, mythical or otherwise, has anyone ever kicked anyone's ass by the order of magnitude that the hare kicked the ass of that goddamn fucking tortoise that afternoon. Within seconds, the hare was in the lead by hundreds of yards. Within minutes, the hare had taken the lead by more than a mile. The tortoise crawled on, slow and steady, but as he became anxious at having lost sight of his competitor and panicked over what he seemed to have done to his legacy, he started speeding up, less slow, less steady but it hardly mattered. Before long, less than 20 minutes after the seven-mile race had begun, word worked its way back to the beginning of the race that the hare had not only won the contest and had not only recorded a time that was a personal best, but had also set records not only for all hares, but also for leperids, and indeed for all mammals under 20 pounds. When news reached the tortoise, still essentially under the banner of the starting line, he fainted. Oh, now he's napping. Isn't that rich, heckled a nearby goat, drunk on radish wine? Those who didn't know the context, who hadn't heard about the first race, never realized what was so important about this one. A tortoise raced a hare, and the hare won? Okay. They didn't understand the story, so they didn't repeat it, and it never became known. But those who were there for both contests knew what was so special about what they had witnessed. Slow and steady wins the race till truth and talent claim their place. I'll let that sink in for a second. I really loved the ending of that. This idea that, yes, slow and steady wins the race until talent claims its place. When you have talent, as well as hard work, a good work ethic, anything's possible. And there are times that we like to convince ourselves that slow and steady, ah, I need to do a little bit less. I need to train a little bit less. And yes, there are times that that's true. Or maybe you're overtrained and you need a couple of days off. But don't let that become the habit of, ah, well, you know, I'm going to start taking this day off. Or, ah, I'm used to doing 45-minute workouts. Well, I'm accomplishing the same thing in 20 minutes. You start to justify yourself with this slow and steady uh, mantra that I don't have to work as hard. I just do it over a long period of time. And you end up wasting precious time that you could be working even harder and accomplishing even more. And so I've really been using that motto in my mind, the days that I want to slack, or even during this quarantine right now where I think a lot of people are just taking it off. They're just sitting in front of the video game, you know, their TV and playing video games or in front of the computer. And I'm trying to remind myself that I get it. Tonight, uh, to, this time is a time that I could take off. I mean, a lot of the world is, and they want you to. But there's still so many things that I can do to get better. And that, yes, talent's important. But if I continue working hard during this time, man, when I come back and everybody gets back into training, I'm hoping to really claim my place as one of the best black belts in the Southeast and hopefully the country. So whatever you're interested in, whatever place you want to um, get to, you know, 
whatever you want to attain in life. Slow and steady, there are times for that, but also never forget that having talent and hard work always wins out in the end.